You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skill. Expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, and this is the Expansion Podcast, a podcast on personal professional development here at EXP Realty. And today, I'm excited to have a conversation with Danielle Dunham. She's a three-time icon agent out of Detroit, Michigan. And uh, Danielle, how are things going? It's going good. It's going good. So I was, I, I, I'm doing this one a slight bit different. I figured I'd just you know, get to know you instead of before the podcast, actually during the podcast, like, okay. um, like what, like what's your superpower? Like maybe just tell me a little bit about you. Like where, where are you from? What, what got you into real estate and all that kind of stuff. And, and what are some things you're super proud of, of your, in, in, in your career so far? So I am a Metro, I'm from Metro Detroit. I grew up in a small city called Oak Park, Michigan. Um, I actually am a second generation realtor. So I grew up in real estate. So when people ask me how long you've been a realtor, I'm like all my life. Um, I've been licensed for over seven years, um, but I didn't get into it until 2016. And that was after I went to college and was in the health field and corporate America. And I was going to buy my first house. So I bought my first house and I kind of was like, oh, I kind of missed this. I should get my license. And I got my license again. But I grew up in real estate. I grew up being a kid, going to showings with my dad, um, going to mortgage companies, sitting in the office after school. So I was a real estate kid. Um, okay. and, when I, <laughs> yeah. and when I became an adult, I just followed through with it. Okay. So what's your, what's your, what's your favorite memory uh around growing up around real estate and maybe follow-up would be like what's your least favorite memory as a kid about real estate so one of my favorite uh, memories was my dad used to do like these seminars right and so it was like this local hotel and he would do like you know encouraging people um to buy homes and things like that he did a seminar at a, a a neighborhood hotel and he had um so many different speakers there and i remember i was just passing out the flyers and it was just so fun we got to stay there overnight and i was just like oh wow a lot of people know my dad like it was kind of like a wow you know you see your parent as one person and then you see that people you know people see see them as something else i was like oh he's really important that's when i you know kind of really realized it so he's a little bit of a celebrity yeah, he got those people out. He did. He, I think he, at that time, you know, we didn't have social media. So he did like a lot of radio ads. So it was like all the like the radio stations was kind of talking about it on the radio and stuff. So it was pretty good. So I seen him take okay. real estate, you know, a different level. Right. And, and then um, and, and I'm, I'm going to I'll offer up mine first, not because my dad was in real estate, but he was a business guy. But I would get bored out of my gourd sitting in his office waiting for him to be done. <laughs> so that was my least favorite memory about sort of doing work stuff with my dad. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, there was lots of other good stuff. I got to put like labels on honey things because we were in the honey and and and, and granola business. But um, any anything that drove you sort of nuts as a kid? The office thing, because I would be in that office. So I get out of school, get there about four. And we could be there at 10 o'clock at night. 
like and then it's like me my younger siblings so we just in there you know he's giving us money for lunch we didn't have lunch and dinner um so the okay. office thing we can sympathize with the office thing being there all the time okay yeah no i <laughs> i i get that it's like can you do anything more like, aren't you done yet dad so, mm -hmm. no i so um so you got gotten real you you were in healthcare. You, mm -hmm. you, what, what was your what was your you, you went to school for a healthcare degree? Administration. Yes. Healthcare administration. Um, I, w I was a healthcare analyst. I worked for the government, um, like Medicaid and Medicare. I worked for those companies. Okay. And okay. And I then, love what I question. You love you loved it, but you made made the switch eventually. I made the switch. You know, I love what I do, but when I got to closing and helping people find homes, it was just more rewarding. And like I got into healthcare kind of patient focused a little bit more. I was kind of working hands in hands with people and I got to a level where I was more corporate and, you know, more behind the computer. And I was like, no, I got to figure this real estate thing all the way out because I really love the interaction with people and I got to get back to that. So that, that would oh, make yeah. me. And you get yeah and you get out and about and you're not stuck in mm -hmm. you know, one cubicle the whole time you know to totally totally get it so now we're you, you've been at um uh, at least one other brokerage brand that i'm looking at but what was it that uh, attracted you to exp so for me um my broker um my original broker i just didn't have, really have a relationship like i really felt like i learned real estate on my own like i figured things out i read contracts thoroughly um i really didn't have much help and it wasn't a total bad thing because i actually think like that made me a stronger realtor but i never had that connection that most people have um and i got to a point where i was ready to leave anyway and i had uh a friend and they were talking about exp i was like oh i'll come i'll come here about it and i actually got recruited my first year in real estate to exp and i just always think about oh, like, what if i joined in yes i'm like what if i would have joined in you know but i was so new and um i really understand the concept but i also didn't understand real estate at the time so it wasn't even so much at exp it was really like okay well i don't know about this you don't have an office you know that was the kind of thing but as an experienced agent, being a, uh, you know, being a, uh, attracted to it, and when it was broken down by the revenue share and um, the stock, I was like, oh yeah, you know, it's a no-brainer. I was not a hard person to recruit at all. Oh, awesome! So, now, what's been the most uh, pleasant, I guess, surprise about EXP? And are there similar to maybe growing up in real estate? Are there what are the what are your favorite things and what are some things you know that we can maybe improve to just help it make you become even better well let's start well my favorite thing about ESP, and i could tell you where and i was like oh this is the place where i'm going to retire at um it was my first exp con and i went the first year i came um it was my first exp con and i had never been around such friendly realtors I'll be honest with you like here it's kind of right. like everything is hush hush you can't ask a question like i really when i started i had no one to ask a question everybody was everything was such a secret um when i went to exp con i mean just sitting get grabbing lunch or getting a coffee we would have these i would have conversations with different agents from all over and they would just pour any and everything into me 
Um, I met some phenomenal people. Like, and we still catch up to this day. It was just like everybody was family. You know, uh, color didn't matter anything. It was just a, such a family environment. And I've never been to something like that. Um, that was so big and the classes and the, you know, the camaraderie. It was just wonderful to me. So that was like, oh, this is where I need to be. Like. Like I just felt totally accepted. Um, things that we can work on. I don't. I don't really have anything negative to say. I haven't had a negative experience. Um, I think one thing as being an EXP agent, we don't realize all the things you guys have to offer. I think we'd be so busy in our business that we don't take time to check work chat, or you don't take time to you know go on workplace or see the classes. Like it's so much stuff, and like even now, like you know winding down this year. I've been like tapping in and going to different things. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so much stuff that I could have been doing all year long. So I think that's just it. Like, I don't know how much more you guys can make it clear that we have this going on and that going on. But I just wish I uh, was was tapping in a little bit more to all the things you guys have to offer. You guys have so much, it's so much. Oh, awesome. Well, no, thank you for that. We've got, we do have, you know, that's probably the one thing that I hear more often than not, or, or, or indirectly that same thing, which is that people don't know what all we have. And so a lot of times that they do have a challenge, it's that we haven't made it visible enough. So we're actually working on something. I'm not going to sort of announce it here, but Brian Ellington's working on something right now that sometime in the new year, it'll be uh, deployed and it will it should help people understand what we have available to 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 us and and uh, so anyway i'll leave it at that i'm just going to tease <laughs> it out there okay and, okay and, 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 and see, see where it goes now um what's your now how do you um, how, how do you build your business what's your you know do you uh do you work a particular market do you lead generate in a particular way like how do you generate the peep the business that you work with so i'm gonna be perfectly honest with you i am a realtor that really works my sphere like people around me my social media i've always been successful off my sphere um so lead generation to me is you know content is actually calling it's actually going to events you know, I don't miss anything. Like most of my clients are all my Facebook friends or Instagram friends. So I'm constantly happy birthday. Oh, you look cute today. Oh, wow. Oh, I love that couch. Like, oh, let me see the bed. You know, how's your daughter doing? You know, so I'm constantly in contact with my clients. It's not, I don't have to mail them out a letter. I don't have, to, I know exactly what's going on with them. Um, and to meet lead generation, I make sure I call 10 people a day. That is just my always been my thing. Um, and it may just be I might try to call 10 people a day and I might be on the phone with one person for an hour, you know, but I just try to reach out in some way into, you know, 10 people. Um, also, you know, messages, DM sometimes I, you know, you be busy, I DM, I uh message. Um also I'm really and I'm being honest with you, Glenn, I really implemented KV Core. I want to say I've been about a year and a half. Like when I first started, I was like, because ah, I wasn't really using a CRM. I had a spreadsheet, a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet, and that's how I went through and see who I was going to talk to. So I really utilized that. 
Um, and, you know, from there, you know, I'm sending campaigns and things, reaching out to my clients and they're coming back. And like, I see that I have a lot of direction. So, you know, going in there, talking to clients about different things, sending mail, emails or text messages. You know, I just always, I'm such a people's person. I just always try to connect personally when it comes to lead generation. And it kind of works out. It kind of works out for me. Oh, awesome. Well, now you mentioned, obviously, KV Core and we're getting off of Excel spreadsheets. Yeah. Uh, but you also mentioned social media. Would you, um, uh, curious, would you consider Facebook and Instagram a CRM? I would in some ways because, you know, I had um, I had a period where I wasn't feeling well. So I was kind of off and, you know, not, not coming to work because I, I was sick. And I was able to go through all my messages and I just start writing them down and, you know, like putting them on a list or whatever and start putting them in my CRM. And I realized it was so many people I didn't catch up with, but I had that, those old messages that I could actually go back to. And all I did, you know, with my business page and things like that, I'm able to get my leads to go into KV Core now. So I'm trying to automate everything. I'm working on it. Where like, if I do get leads from ads I did or anything like that, it's going into my KV Core and I can follow up that way well uh, yeah no the reason why i ask is i think a lot of times people think that in order to have a crm it needs to be kv core follow-up boss mm -hmm. uh, you know real geeks whatever whatever it is but for those who are using social media um you know social media has a fair bit of of, of crm qualities to it you know mm -hmm. connected to you, them you have the conversations there you're, you're, you're dropping messages or, or posts or, or different things to create awareness. And, uh, and so uh, sometimes it's, for some people, it's actually more efficient to stay in their social media than to try to manage the CRM. Mm. And, and I, I, can, I can see that, I can see that. I, I work both. Yeah. So now, um, uh, so your, your, your sphere, a lot of social, um, do you have any sort of inbound strategy of new clients or maybe it's the same thing maybe if people people reach out to you from from social like do you have a, a new new contact funnel so to speak so i'm gonna still stick with social media because i get most of my clients from facebook or instagram or uh, and i'm starting to get some from TikTok. i just started youtube and that's slowly getting there i haven't got a lead from there yet but I'm going to stick with, you know, social media is my biggest lead source, but um, I just started a team about a year in for my team. So I now I have started to pay for leads and things for my team for newer business, but my I still get a lot of business from my sphere or, you know, people that know me or know me just from social media. A lot, some, some of my social media clients that I get, never met them before, not recommended from a past client. They just know me and uh, see my posts or things like that and they reach out. Well, awesome. Now, you, you said you just started the team. How has that been going, um, you know, building out your team and and and, and uh, have you uh, have you got some uh, initial learnings from that so far? Yes, I have. Um, so I started a team um, with that with the hopes of just being able to, you know, I, okay, let me, let me rephrase. Um, I already was a mentor. I always was a mentor. I already was teaching classes. You know, we have a small group, like 
basically of my downline. And, you know, we'll teach classes on Thursday. We kind of have to do a little in-person thing just to kind of make it more family-like. So I already was kind of doing the one-on-one with agents and helping them with their business. So I was like, okay, Danielle, it's time to take it to a different level. Um, so when I started a team, it was good. Um, you know, I had four agents that I already were mentoring and they were, hey, I'm starting a team. Would you like to be on it? Yes. You know, so it wasn't a big thing with uh, attracting agents. Um, so I attracted the agents and it was more so getting them into habits. I think that's that's my biggest struggle. Um, I attracted, I started off with four agents right now. I'm at 12 and most of my agents surprisingly are new agents. So it's one getting them once I get them trained on just the basics of real estate and you never can be fully trained, but just the basics of real estate. It's more so getting them into their daily habits that I feel like I struggle with. I struggle with, you know, hey, this is what I do. This this is what we should be doing and X, Y, Z. So, you know, um, and keeping them focused, you know, I think that's another thing, too, like you can do as much but you know you can say things you can motivate but it's still got to be in your your the person on your team it got to be in them um but it has been a good experience i have seen you know agents on my team went from not closing anything to closing multiple deals this year um double their sales price um i've seen age all my new agents have you know sold a house or you know or uh was seller or work with the buyer you know they they've been really good for their first year in real estate so it it's rewarding to see them grow um but it also makes me kind of sit back and say like what can i do for the next year what can i do to grow them even more or get them you know a little bit more set onto their routines of what you need to do to be successful oh awesome now now um uh you know what is now you you're 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 an icon i think three-time icon uh yes. with the xp is that right three three time mm-hmm. okay so what is what is being an icon or what does icon mean to you? I I feel like being an icon is what I have to be. Like I don't want to say this correctly, but just basically that that level of production is something that I that's my bare minimum for the year. Like I need to be at that level every year to, you know, reach my goals and everything. You know, in Michigan and especially the Detroit metro area, we do a lot of deals. Our price points are a lot lower than the national, you know, average. So, you know, to get to 10 million for the year, you got to do about 50, 60 deals to get there. You know, even with seven some on a higher range and things like that. But it's more than likely with our ma- major city being Detroit that you're going to sell a house for 100000 or 150000 You know, it's just, that's just it. So um, production or volume. Um, that's always what I did. I, I always did 50, 60 deals, you know, a year. So when it comes to iconing, I just, you know, it's a, it's a goal that I have to meet. You know, I try to cap right. as fast as I possibly can because I don't like owing you guys any money. Um, yeah. And then you know, I just, you know, I just focus. I just lock in like, okay, where I'm at. I watch my numbers constantly <laughs> to make sure I get there. Um, this year, actually, I iconed the fastest I ever had in, um, the three years I've been with EXP. So I was really proud of myself. Oh, congr- congratulations. Yeah, I kind of icon almost, almost at my uh, anniversary date, but I was able to icon, I believe this year, I iconed in like June or July. And my my anniversary date is December. 
Okay. Wow. So you got like four or five months of hundred percent and then obviously yeah. it's a, or hundred well, hundred percent and and you got your 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 icon awards. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. So that's a that's a lot of obviously real estate transactions uh as an individual agent. Um you know, how many how many side how many um deals do you have in escrow at any given time? What's your what's your average? And escrow? Um it, I mean, if you're talking personally, I kind of scale back with this team because I focus so much on them. But um, personally, I kind of focus more on my listing size. So, like right now, like ten, ten at the least, but ten. You know, um, I'm, I'm I'm just used to always having a lot of volume at the same time. So it could be listings. It could be you know, typically it's listings. It's uh, listings, buyers. You know, um, I do commercial sometimes too, so I have commercial property too. Um, so at least ten always in pipeline. Um, sometimes it's a lot more, just depends. But as a team, we're running about twenty deals, twenty to twenty-five deals pipeline. Okay, well, and that takes a takes a lot lot of work keeping all those deals going. I'm, and you're 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 putting in, a, I would guess. 40, 50, 60 hours a week sometimes? Yes. So I actually have an office, as you can see. Um, so I actually, I you know, working and going to the office every day is just a habit for me. So, um, you know, I come in the office after I drop my daughter off to school and I'm in the office to, let's say, three o'clock from eight to three. Then I go home, take a break, do the mom thing, and I'm probably back in my home office, back on the computer doing something. So, yeah, I, I mean... You're a realtor, you're an entrepreneur. Anytime my phone rings, I answer it. So pretty much my life. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Well, last last question. Um, okay. If there was what one piece of advice would you give a um, a newer to real estate agent at EXP? What would be a piece of advice you might give to an agent? Lean in. Lean in. Um, take the classes. Um, take the classes, learn your skill, take the time to learn your skill, um, and try to make the major events because one thing, like you, you might not be where you want to be in your business, but just being around people who are, it's motivational. It, it, it will get you back. You know, my first year at ESP kind of came back and I was ready to rock. I was ready to sell and, you know, work 20 hours a day if I had to. So lean in, learn your skill, really take the time to learn your skill and learn your skill from whoever, you know, if it's a class available, take take it, take it's an hour, you know, it's 30 minutes, classes are not that long. Please learn your skill and learn what all EXP has to offer because, you know, you can go so many, you can make money in so many different ways with real estate. And, you know, your niche, it, it takes a while to find a niche. So, you know, if you lean in and you get to those classes and learn about commercial real estate a little bit, learn about, you know, working with sellers, learn about working with buyers, learn about different techniques people use in their business. I, you know, I learn from everyone and I take a little piece from everything I hear, you know, so it's just good to hear and, and learn. And one of the best things that I have been afforded is meeting EXP agents from all across America. And just there, like the way they do business, it, it, it sometimes it applies to Michigan and sometimes it don't, but it's just like an aha moment, like, oh, wow. And that's how you get your business? Like, oh, okay. You know, it, it just helps you and it helps you grow. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, Danielle, 
thank you so much for for jumping on the uh, the podcast here. Uh, a lot of great stuff here. Obviously, you've you've done uh, phenomenal. Congratulations on your success. Uh, and um, people want to get a hold of you or, or find your website. I think you're DanielDunham.com. Is that your your web address? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And uh, obviously, you're with EXP, so people can find you here. And uh, with that, thank you again for jumping on. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And uh, uh, until until, uh, we hopefully get a chance to see you at the next EXPCon. Yes, in Miami. All right. See you. Thank you so much for having me. Good stuff. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.